Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and having their souls ripped out and eaten by this podcast with me are... Vanessa Cahill. Silence Arrow. <laughs> Alright, yep. and, and this week, we are watching, or watched, Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Uh, this released July 2nd, 2001. And, oh boy, it cost $137 million to make, and it was budgeted for uh-huh. around 70 <laughs> And uh, <laughs> only took in $85.1 million. So if they had saved on budget, they may have actually recouped some of the cost of this thing. But yeah, that never worked out. Anyway, uh, this uh, movie holds the dubious honors, yes, honors, plural, of being the movie that uh-huh. effectively uh, ended Hironobu Sakaguchi, uh, effectively uh, Final Fantasy's uh, father, if you will, uh, tenure at Square, uh, being the only full-length movie Square Pictures ever released, and also nearly sinking the merger that was in the works with Enix at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this movie, uh, so this movie like, was a lot of caused a lot of trauma for uh, Square. Yeah, a lot of big successes all around. <laughs> so, oh man, I I saw this. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I've seen it a lot, Jason. By a lot, I think it's at least four times I've seen this movie now. I, at why? least four. I think I'm on four now. It's, it's at least four. People. I like when I was a kid. I liked this movie. I have to admit it. I, I enjoyed it when I was a when I was a youth. I was seven, I think, when this came out. So, uh, as an adult, uh, not as much. Gonna say uh, right off the bat, not not the best movie in the world. No, not, not the worst movie in the world. No, sadly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the worst movie I've seen in a few weeks, actually. Uh, a few yeah. months. A few months. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wait a second here now. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how we feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Contextually, this movie isn't as terrible as I think uh, as I think we've seen it or seen, but uh, hey, you know, it's still not great. Anyway, um, familiarity with it. Um, Vanessa, have you ever played a Final Fantasy game before? No, I don't play. I've only played Nintendo things or Xbox things. I've never played anything really on the PS. Okay, well, originally um, Final Fantasy was like a big Nintendo thing. One through six came out on the NES, and then or one through three came out on the NES. And then the four, five, and six ended up on the Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, I was too young to play a Final Fantasy game for sure when it was on the Nintendo. And then my only my cousins had an, S- an SNES. <laughs> John, how about yourself? I know you've uh, you actually reviewed Final Fantasy fifteen for us. I did. I did. I gave it a four out of five, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I believe um, so. That's like four years ago now, actually. <laughs> but uh, boy, time time's a thing <laughs> but uh thing. No, i think it's like three years and whatever it doesn't matter um yeah so i've played i've at least dabbled in a majority of them the most recent one i tried was nine and i liked it i just kind of fell off off of it um but yeah i've, I've played a lot of final fantasy in my time it's not my favorite series in the world but i i enjoy them here and there i i the uh i've not played a lot of the 16-bit ones um, but most of the 3D ones I've played, so yeah, I think it's a generational thing. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. As for me, I've played. Uh, let me see. Played one, not to completion. Thought it was okay. Kind of bounced off of it. Uh, two. Uh, yeah, I, tr- I gave I gave that one the old college try on nearly every iteration that thing has come out on, and just been like, eh, I can't, I can't, I, I can't play this game. It's a bad saga game. And soccer games are uh, take a very particular set of uh, interests to engage with. 
Um, let's see, original Final Fantasy 3, I tried playing it on the DS and didn't really enjoy it too much. It felt like Final Fantasy 5, but um, not really as well built, mm-hmm. I suppose. Uh, 4, I actually played, eh, that may have been my third Final Fantasy I played, or 4th, because I didn't play that one until, yeah, that was my 4th one, because I didn't play it until after 7 came out. Uh, 5, I played when it came out on the... No, the PlayStation 6 I played on I played to death on the Super Nintendo. Uh 7, yeah, I actually played that uh like yeah, day and date, like when it came out, and then I actually played it for Game Club here. And Yeah, and that's coming out it's coming out next year also. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, well, yeah, like a third of it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's very unclear. Yeah, yeah. Uh I, I, I will go ahead and bet I will be in my forties by the time that uh by the time that remake gets finished. So if it, if something to look forward to. Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, outside of sweet, the uh, sweet uh, release of Death, but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> eight, I tried playing. I kind of bounced off it because I th- just didn't really click with the battle system. Nine, yeah. Nine, I kind of bounced off of it. I liked it. It was just like I just kind of bounced off of it for whatever reason. It's got a lot of charm to it for when yeah. I played, but yeah, I also I also bounced off it. I feel like I feel like if I, I if I put a few more hours hours into it, it would have grabbed me, but who knows? Yeah, but. Uh, uh, I think Ten's a generational game because man, I can't stand that one. I tried real hard to get into that thing multiple times. I, like, I think it that is. game I like sucks. It. Yeah, I like Ten. It is a generational thing. It's uh, as PS2 is my first real console that yeah. I that was mine. So yeah, that's uh, that was a big that was a big one. And, but there's plenty of things not to like about that game though, yeah. like Blitzball yeah. or Tetis or any of the characters <laughs> almost. <laughs> Yeah, well, the majority of them aren't the most well-written characters uh, in the world. Yeah, yeah, and that's coming from a long yeah. line of not well-written characters. So yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, twelve. Uh, and I need to get around to playing that eventually, like more than I have. I've only played like five or six hours of it, and I'm kind of like, I need to love love twelve. Great it's game. A, yeah, that is a uh, Yasumi Matsuno game. I should have played that three hundred times to death already, but uh, yeah, I still haven't. Thirteen. Um, I'm learning to appreciate the art style and the music and the gameplay. The battle system's okay, and the characters are just largely vapid and stupid. Uh, so yeah, getting back to that. And then fifteen. Yeah, I like I like that quite a bit. I made it to oh I don't know what is it, like chapter four and fifty something hours I put into it, and I was like yeah, boomed on. <laughs> so yeah. I... Yeah, like I said, I reviewed it. Love that game. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I feel like it, I feel like it's underappreciated, but yeah, I don't know. It's also got a lot of flaws. so I get it. Yeah, but, I think it's. I think it's probably appreciated just about right. Yeah, I guess you're. Yeah, probably fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that'll wrap yeah. up that. Um, as far as the movie itself goes, yeah, um, we've we've talked about this before. I I watched this the day it came out in theaters. Uh, you know, I went with uh, f- my friend Anthony. We went to go see it with his brother, and uh, yeah, it was. Um, Quite the experience, uh, you know, and after leaving, you know, the, the general consensus was a lot of people, like, very upset. Even heard a couple murmurs of, I wonder if we can get our money back. <laughs> um, I, I originally was, like, really hyped for this thing. I watched it, and I was like, man, this was, this was not good. Um, you know, <laughs> outside of the Mario Brothers, this may have been, like, the second video game movie I'd ever seen. So I guess I can understand not really uh, being into this thing, really. This might have been my first video game movie. Um, probably Tomb Raider is one of the is one of those two. Probably that was my first video game movie. Pokemon guys, we know that they came out long before this. Oh, okay, yeah, no. So this uh, is my yeah, third you're one. You're right. Then. No, you're. I guess you're right. Yeah. Have you guys Pokemon not been paying attention be. this whole time? No, no. Never mind. We've done four Pokemon movies. So right. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> My old adult brain we, can barely keep We are out together. of theaters with Pokemon now, guys. You have seen a lot of video game movies at this time. Yes, that's that is very, 
very true. Uh, wow. <laughs> and for some reason, Siri decided it was going to activate. That's cool. <laughs> I Siri don't... loves video game movies. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that will wrap up that. Vanessa, um, you said you had seen this before. Do you remember, like, when you had seen this? In my youth. <laughs> In your youth. Okay. Not exactly sure. Like, <laughs> no, when. I have no idea. Okay. It was, um, I, I'm sure it wasn't when it came out. Like, I'm sure it wasn't when it came out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was sometime after that, probably when it was already out, like, on... I'm, I doubt we rented it, so we probably saw it when it came out on TV. Do you think, by chance, maybe one of us at the at GameStop forced you to watch it? No. No? Okay. Maybe you guys talked about it, though, and maybe I was like, oh, yeah, this sounds like a great thing to do. I don't know why I would ever take <laughs> your advice, though. I don't think, I, even at that point, I don't think I was that stupid. So. Uh, Vanessa, I, there's no way any of us would have talked you into watching it, because at that time, you know, a lot of us hadn't had the context for which we're coming at this movie today and realizing that this isn't terrible, but it's certainly not a movie anybody should recommend to anybody. <laughs> right? It's not so think- bad that it'd be like a cruel joke. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. This is. I mean, yeah, I get, we, have a, we have a very unique perspective on things yeah. at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it almost makes me think, like, if we had gone, if we, like, we go back and start watching some of the old stuff we've already covered, if nope. we would hate some of the stuff we did as much as we do now. Not doing it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not. No, we're not. I'm just saying. I'm wondering if we did. I bet you the <laughs> I don't know about that, honestly. Because uh, as John pointed out in the last episode, the yeah, that's really the only thing you ever bring up about that is the cat. <laughs> I like that cat. <laughs> all right, it's I a bet you the Mortal Kombat. No, I don't know. I think you. I think we've all like. I think I've convinced you with all of my talking that like Street Fighter is probably better than Mortal Kombat. I don't. Are we, are we there? I'm, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. So majority rules, maybe yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, this list is uh, set in stone because it is science. So we're just going to go ahead and leave yeah. it there. Yeah, we yeah, can't talk change with it. Science. Yeah. We're not allowed to change it. No, no. This is yeah. We we have to go with raw emotions based on what we've um you know what we've experienced at that point. So Yeah, yeah. exactly. Otherwise it wouldn't be a chronological exploration of uh, video game movies, which we're sort of gonna be breaking off of after this episode for a little bit. But anyway, uh let's go ahead and let's move on. Uh you guys have any other thoughts you wanna bring up before we get onto the uh talking about the movie itself? No, I think we can just get into this uh piece of history. Mulan is the lead actress. That is true. Ming Na Wen is the voice actress. Uh, and at first, I didn't like. I'm like, her voice sounds so familiar. What is her? What is? Oh, it's Mulan. That is also, also Ch- Chun Li. But uh, yeah, I noticed her from Mulan because she has a very like. Yeah. It's when she like yells at men that you can really tell that she's Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the like real her. yelling at men, really classic yelling at men voice that Mulan has. Yeah, she has like a very distinct yelling at men voice. <laughs> Yeah, she kind of she actually does now that you think about it. You say that. You know what? I, have, I, I, I know what you mean now have, that you say that. I've only seen Mulan once, so I can't. And that was probably great... like when it first came out on like DVD. So oh, it's man, been a you're long missing time. out. Jason, you have children. They're going to love it. It's you do realize how many, like, the, the just the plethora of options that these children have well, to them? But this one's like the, one of the better options. It's a story about a seen... strong, powered woman and her friends. Have I seen Ghibli movies yet? Or Ghibli? I never know how to say it. Everyone, everyone switches it up. Yeah. Uh, At one point I knew. Films. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, or, or yeah. the studio he's attached to frequently. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've yeah. seen quite a few. Actually, we ended up watching this really weird movie called, um, I mean, it looks like a Studio Ghibli one, but it, it's not um, called like Penguin's Highway or something like that. It is fucking weird. <laughs> it's a lot of like... 
it's just has to do with like reality and parallel worlds and penguins are trying to hold it together. It's really weird. So you watched that, but you haven't watched Mulan. Yeah, 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 because there's penguins in it. Mulan has a dragon. Yeah, it's oh, got it's a... Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is the dragon. Yeah, it's got, nice yeah, it's got a racist homophobic dragon. That's cool. He's not racist homophobic. Well, okay, let me, let me rephrase that. A racial character dra- or character dragon uh, that is, uh, you know, played by a homophobe. I recommend it. It's Mulan. also got a cricket. Yeah, the cricket's awesome. And a horse. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Genghis Khan. Yep. Uh, I believe or it's Genghis Khan. I mean, wait. I don't, I don't even think it's that guy, so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, it's, yeah. It's, it's not. One, it's <laughs> one of the Mongols or something. It, it's a fictional Mongol. There yeah, you go. He's, he's based on one of them. Yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and let's get on with this thing, shall we? That's enough of Mulan. All right, uh, we start off with a shot of a barren hellscape and a bunch of shots meant to show off the tech that went into making the movie. Like, you know, this kind of, like, underfoot, clear ground. I don't know what the hell the point of that one was. That was a little strange, but yeah. It was just like, look, all these dream sequences are, look at our CGI, but then they have not aged aged the best. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I look, I look at that stuff and putting it in its time. It would, I, I think it would have looked, looked really good. But no, it looked not, great when it came out. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like, just the amount of money this thing costs to make, it's just kind of like, man, I don't know. Anyway, woman wakes up and we find out she's been recording her dreams, and this is Aki. Uh, I, I knew that going in, so we'll just go ahead and just refer to it as Aki. Anyway, uh, we get a quick little explanation that phantoms have taken over the Earth, making Earth uninhabitable. It's effective, if more than a bit robotic. Yeah, her voice performance is not the strongest at this point. At this point, no, in time. no, yeah, or really any of them, honestly. No, <laughs> there. She has her moments where she, I think she's improved, but yeah, it seems like early on in the movie, like it, it's almost like they recorded this like chronologically because yeah, it just it, she seems to get stronger towards the end, but then she also sort of seems to peter out at the end too. So I, don't, I, I just felt like a lot of this dialogue fell flat in this movie. Um, like pretty, like yeah, I yeah. Mean, it, and not even just the fact that the writing is poor, like the voice performances themselves were just kind of, they all felt pretty phoned in for the most part. Except for like James Woods, who's just chewing the fuck out of scenery the entire movie. I like him. He played the voice of Hades, and that's who I recognized him from. I was like, that voice is awfully familiar as a villain. Jesus. Uh, I'm not a big, you know, James Woods fan as a person, but I guess, you know, his voice acting is, has been good. He was a great so, Hades. That's I true. That. Have you seen Hercules, Jason? Uh, no, actually. Come on, Jason. <laughs> you killed but, Vanessa, but, were you? Vanessa. Children, these are like some of the best kids' movies, and you were the only one of us that has children. <laughs> Hercules is very good, too. Might have the best Disney song in it. It's up there. What, True which to Your one, Heart? Which one is it? Uh, go, go the Distance. That go the Distance. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Are we talking the in in movie one or the Michael Bolton version? In movie. Okay, I'm gonna say I, I, I'm one of those guys. I actually kind of like Michael Bolton, so <laughs> I I can see that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah I got no shame in it. Really boring opening. <laughs> Like yeah, opening movie is super boring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, which movie are we talking about? Hercules or are we talking about uh, Final Fantasy here? No, uh, Hercules is great. This is okay. Yeah, Hercules has a great opening. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 get this going here. So, Aki lands on Earth and is looking for um, Seiko advertisement in New York City. Is that what she was looking for? Because she found one. Uh, smooth product placement, guys. Anyway, uh, she shoots <laughs> off a flare so we can see more product placement. Sony and Pepsi this go around. A bunch of phantoms start coming up from the ground, and she runs off. Her device beeps, so she changes direction. And then a few soldiers... What is that? Airdrop, sort of? They, yeah. They had this weird, like, cushion thing going it's, on with it, too? It's, real, it's a really unnecessary, elaborate way to land. I feel like yeah. they got some... Like some jet boots or something that they have. The, I feel like they have the, they have the technology or something. But but because it feels like it leaves you open to be shot at pretty pretty immediately. Yeah yeah yeah. I mean they're not afraid of getting shot at, guys. They're afraid of getting That's destroyed fair. by just <laughs> getting touched. By ghosts. Yeah, alien ghosts by Scientology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so. um, let's see. Uh, she tells him there's a life form and she's not leaving without it. Uh, turns out it's a plant. A bunch of wisecracks ensue and they fight off some phantoms before making their way to the transport. They get to the transport ship and leave, and they start to take off their helmets. The captain scolds her for risking the lives of his men. After an exchange, Aki realizes it's someone she knows, Gray, and it's obvious they have a history together. I think this was a very poor way of introducing a bunch of characters by having them with helmets on that are indistinguishable from one another. Yeah, and then, I mean, they were distinguishable in the fact that they have a lot of famous voice actors playing or at least actors playing the the, like, the characters. What like was Buscemi Alec, known for at this Gray, point? Gray is Alec Baldwin. Who's Alec Baldwin? Uh, Steve Buscemi. You know, at that point, I think um, the guy who put lipstick uh, on him, on himself on uh, in Billy Madison. But uh, no, at this point, um, fucking Fargo's out, isn't it? At this point, uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, and then um, Ving Rhames in it. You know, Pulp Fiction. Had been, had been out for many years at this point. And yeah, stuff yeah. Where I said I was a um, racist because I thought the black guy and yeah. ah, what was what was mm-hmm. it? Tomb Raider was Ving Rhames because it looked an awful lot like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had the whole Ving Rhames conversation, and lo and behold, here he is again. Yep. <laughs> here he is. I felt uh, good about Donald, knowing who that was. <laughs> Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Yeah, very famous actor. Um, and the the lady, I forget who who voices uh, the chick. But she's she's not Mulan, the other one. Yeah, the, I I forget her the, name, uh, but she or uh, she's uh, she plays Ross in um, Fraser. Yeah, this is Doctor Fraser Crane. I'm listening. Yeah, what was so, her name yeah, again? You know. I think Harry Gilpin. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I was gonna say I think we both stepped on you when you said that. So. Oh yeah, and James Woods also, like we mentioned earlier, is also the villain in this movie. Uh, really, you know, and he's probably trying the hardest out of everyone in the movie. I so. agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hercules had already been out, though, so he's already had, like, great... Or had it been out. Let's see. I'm going to look it up real quick. Because I think he'd already had the practice. You can see there was great inspiration. Oh, yeah. It's been out for a few years now. So he had great inspiration from his character of Hades to play this villain. Yeah, he basically role. just played Hades without the exploding fire head. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like I said, I've seen a little bit of that, but not the whole thing, so... I think it came out, like, when I was a little too old for Disney movies, and then, so it just never, like, latched on for me as far as, like, getting my kids to see it, so. I've never seen Frozen. I've never seen Frozen. Yeah, see, and I've I've seen Frozen probably 600 times at this point. (laughs) Never, never seen it. I haven't seen Moana either. Oh, Moana's so good. Yeah, Moana's a good one. I like that one. Okay, yeah, okay, heard, okay, we yeah, got it. We, 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 we have got to stay on task here. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) Let's see. 
they arrive at a barrier city to get scanned to make sure they're not infected. And again, it is weird hearing Steve Buscemi's voice come out of someone so young looking. Yeah, <sighs> the voice does not fit the way the character looks. No, no. I mean, you could say that with a lot of them, but uh, yeah, him, him in particular, just stands out like a sore thumb. I mean, I, I, I kind of knew him as as an actor, but he was always more like you know, like I said, the guy who you know. Billy Madison points to man. I'm glad, or glad I called that guy as he walks off after having sh- you know shot whoever that guy's name was in the ass basically at the end of uh, Billy Madison. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, that, but after that, like you know, I really became familiar with him. Boardwalk Empire. So yeah, it was a little weird hearing him. I'm like, okay, that's that's anyway. Just I I just he just always seems like the eternally like fifty something year old. I think it's his face. Mm-hmm. And, and he, his he sounds voice. like he, he sounds like he ate a pack of cigarettes when he was born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a yeah. Oh, you but, know what? And we're just a few months away from him, uh, him basically like becoming a volunteer firefighter again during nine eleven. Like he went Aww. in and was digging people out, and like was very quiet about it, and didn't want any publicity for it. So Buscemi's a pretty cool, pretty cool dude. It just yeah, yeah. Just, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a Steve Buscemi fan for sure. Just uh. Looks like he's been 50 years old since he was 12. So, Oh, also Big Lebowski. He, that came out at this point, right? So he was in that, too. You know what? I have so. not seen that just because of the crowd of people that enjoys that movie. I typically, it, yeah. It's good. I'll take your I'll word for that. it. I'll probably just yeah. skip it. I've, I've gone yeah. this long. Why not continue that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess you probably fair. Yeah. It's like, eh, I've got 37 years, so yeah, I think I'll be yeah. okay. Anyway, uh, let's see. Turns out Gray's infected with the Phantom, and Aki does some weird surgery to kill off the Phantom, and she makes it just in time, of course. Like, literally, it was like two seconds, a second and a half before that countdown thing expired, and yeah, yeah. So, gee, that's like, that's cut that any I'm more still, close. I'm still like, very confused, having seen this movie, about like... The ghost pathogens. Yeah, that was really. Uh, I don't. I don't know why. Like, I don't know how you get a ghost virus. I guess. But. Yeah. Especially, especially when they just like rip your soul out. Yeah. Yeah. If all they uh, just by yeah. touching you. Yeah. All they need to do is touch you, and they kill you. So how the fuck does one come in contact and then get infected? It, it makes little to no sense. But you know, I gotta have some sort of plot device, I suppose. Anyway, uh, let's see. That plant turns out to be the six spirit or spirits, whatever that is. Uh, Dr. Sid, the it's first... also stupid. Yeah, well, it's there's that too. Stupid. I know. The first actual <laughs> reference to this being Final Fantasy is Dr. Sid, uh, although they spell it completely differently. Normally it's C-I-D, and this is S-I-D. At least it wasn't S-Y-D. Dr. Sid lets uh, Aki read his old diary about all life having a spirit that when a life form dies, it returns to the Earth spirit and enriches it. If you're familiar with Final Fantasy VII, it's basically that, just the life stream. So, yeah. yeah, real inventive there, Sakaguchi. Anyway, uh, Sid puts the diary in this uh, conveniently placed incinerator, and nice to see that people are still using paper diaries nearly 50 years in the future. And it's weird that he's hung on to it for 43 years, only to give uh, it to Aki to read, do it then? Why, and then immediately destroy it. Couldn't he have just told her this, right? Yeah, why did he destroy the... Why did he, get, why did he even have it in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> it's called dramatic effect, guys. That's very true. Okay. Why we buy the incinerator in the first place, guys? Uh, put it in the office. He's like, I'm gonna need this one day to make a point. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. It did work. All right, yeah, so we go to. Like, oh, good. <gasps> oh no! Yeah, why are you burning it? it? Well, be, uh, you know why? Because the next page, it was like him talking about a date he went on or something like that. And I wonder if she likes me or something to that effect. You know, he didn't want the uh, uh, the rest of the embarrassing stuff to get out there. It was his diary, after all. I want to read Dr. Sid's diary now. Mm-hmm. I can I can imagine him uh, 
Uh, Vanessa, you might know the image I'm talking about of uh, him, like laying, uh, you know, like stomach on his on the on his bed with his legs up in the air, twirling his phone cord, talking to somebody. <laughs> That's the image I get in my head now with him uh, talking about his diary. Is he still really old, even in the even in the far past? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I picture I like him this. doing that. So, all right, all right. We go to a council meeting. Uh, we're introduced to Hein, who's obviously the bad guy of the movie because he's arguing for using a weapon while wearing a black trench coat. So. Yeah, he's all all black leather. He's James Woods. Uh, he's clearly the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, real, yeah. real subtle cue on that one. Yeah, that outfit's real bad. <laughs> Yes, the evil. That's an evil person outfit if I've ever seen one. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just literally missing playing like one winged angel behind him, basically. Anyway, <laughs> that uh, would have been better than the just nothing soundtrack this was. But anyway, uh, oh Dr. my god, I know. Uh, Doctor yeah. Sid starts explaining why the weapon won't work, and then Doctor Sid brings up using the weapon, and it might injure the Earth. So here's the thing. We know Sid is right, but think about how this comes off. You have a man of science arguing to not use a weapon because it could injure the spirit of the planet. It certainly sounds like a crackpot idea. And yeah, like, you know, if somebody got up in front of like Congress and said, no, you shouldn't use this because the, you know, the spirit of the planet will be injured. You would just immediately be like, okay, this guy's a fucking lunatic. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) But also, yeah, but also... They're all, they are being invaded by alien ghosts at this point. So, well, you know, maybe. Yeah. Well, see, they <laughs> but, don't know they're ghosts. They just think they're aliens at this point. Yeah, that's true. They don't know that they're ghosts. Yeah. Um, I do like that James Woods is like, why haven't we shot the Earth with a laser yet? <laughs> it was his like, whole premise for this thing. Is why haven't we just shot this laser at the Earth yet? Yeah. Um, also, why are the ghosts burrowing, burrowing into the planet? Like, why, why would shooting a laser make them burrow farther into the planet? I don't understand. They're ghosts. Why are they burrowing? <laughs> To they... keep from getting injured further. <laughs> Very good. All right, I'll take it. That's sure. the logic. That I mean, that's the logic. I'm not, I'm not saying I think it's I, good. I, I'm just saying that's the I, logic. I just don't understand why they're burrowing in the first place, I guess. <laughs> but, they're, they're probably like not even burrowing. They're just like floating around. They don't care about objects because they're ghosts. And they just happen to be like interacting with the Earth. <laughs> I do like that we created a giant laser to shoot at their own planet. That's uh, <laughs> good stuff. They're nefarious ghosts. Uh, well, you know, I mean, not nothing. Nothing spells humanity's own destruction also, like humanity. Also, why isn't the concern like we could hurt the spirit of the planet? Like, why don't? Why? What about hurting the actual planet with like in the shooting the core of the planet with a fucking space laser? Like, why was that not a concern at all? Why was no one worried about like damaging the core of the planet with a with a space laser? Why do they even have a space laser? <laughs> it's very expensive. I mean, they. Cl- I mean, they, I guess they don't. Their budget's probably bigger now that they live in like very small cities. As you, yeah. you know, <laughs> now that most of the world is dead. <laughs> yes. What are we even trying to say at this point? With my question, what are we? What are we? What are we doing here? Yeah, they should just fail on the Earth. Yeah, just kind of bounce out and just be like, hey, I guess we'll go to the moon. Right. Half of us live in space anyway. There's a laser up there. We'll yeah. There. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, let's see. He explains about his theory to cancel out their biometric wave pattern. And it turns out Aki is infected and she's the experiment in containing phantoms. And it's been successful so far. Afterwards, Sid Sculter for bringing it up and basically explains the JRPG quest that they have and finding the remaining spirits to counteract <laughs> the phantoms. <laughs> There's no logic to these spirits either. I don't understand the premise of these of these spirits at all. I'm so confused. I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie at least four times, and I still don't understand like the logic behind these spirits well it's it's a it's a video game ass video game thing that's basically what it is it's yeah yeah yeah. it's just like a random entity with compatible dna 
Well, that was uh, I'll take that. Okay, you know what? Actually, yeah. Vanessa, that, yeah, that makes more sense than anything the movie I mean, tried to put that, forth. Yeah. I think that's what the movie was saying. Are you? Wow. I, mean, I maybe I just zoned out. You probably zoned out because you guys have seen it more than I have. True. Very true. Okay. All right. Let's see. So, Gray Squad turns off the elevator that Aki and Gray are on so they can have a moment, a quick little argument between them, fills uh, us in on their past relationship. Gray asks Aki about how she got infected. And then Aki explains what all of the other spirits were. Uh, one was a little girl who died, which, man, that was an overwrought little thing. Seven years old and yeah. already willing to die. It's like, Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. I get it. Also, she tried to spare open space and was like, man, you would have loved that, Gray. Who would who would be super into tracking a sparrow from outer space? Like, it was like, I don't know. Whatever. Mm, yeah, it's weird. Man, maybe he was a hunter or something? I, it I, I don't know. Wait, we got to stop trying to pinpoint the logical things of this. Anyway, uh, Aki and Gray have their moment, and just as Gray leans in for the kiss, the elevator kicks back, and their moment is ruined. Anyway, uh, General Hine has Gray and his squad, the Deep Eyes, assigned to watch Dr. Aki for any odd behavior. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Deep Eyes. Yeah, the Deep Eyes. Oh, God, that's a, that's a Final Fantasy name if ever I heard it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's not forget the elite uh, squadron of soldiers in Final Fantasy VII are called soldiers. Soldier. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yep. just in all capital letters. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, back to Aki's dream. Some aliens are fighting, and she's right in the middle of it. Uh, they stop just as they converge on her, and then Aki's dreams have been happening more frequently, which means the phantoms inside her are starting to spread. Uh, they go to Earth and looking for the next spirit. Their equipment remi- or kind of reminds me of the Cog equipment from Gears of War a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Also, why like that Gray's team when they wear helmets, they don't actually cover the top of their heads at all. Well, that's back their heads, well, that's because we we know who they are now. <laughs> so now we're this this way they have it to uh, this way we can distinguish between them now between uh, who are the guys we should know yeah. and be rooting for and the ones who are. Um, gonna get killed gonna, by the aliens yeah <laughs> yeah basically yeah or betray our heroes effectively so anyway yeah uh, they find the next spirit and it's an energy pack on a dead soldier so yeah they sure use some, what is the logic here yeah they use some sort of like bio thing for the batteries yeah, or whatever there, there's here. some there's some dna in there yeah my theory fits still mm, there we go yeah okay Okay. Anyway, some big phantom starts attacking them, and one of the nameless soldiers gets his spirit ripped out, which is, I think, the first time we actually see this happen, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go so. with yeah. All right. Yeah, they, it, they, honestly, yeah, it seems like a... The spirit or something. It seems like a really shitty way to go, because, like, the spirit is, like, you know, just, like, scrambling, trying to get back in the body as this thing is ripping it out. It's like, oh, man, that does seem like kind of a fucked up way to go. So Yeah. All right, Aki collapses and Gray picks her up and runs. Uh, they get out of the transport. The faceless soldier attempts to take Aki into custody. Aki is having another dream. Narcolepsy. Jesus Christ, this woman. Anyway, in a scene reminiscent of Terminator 2, a giant nuke-like weapon goes off in the dream, and Aki jolts up and one of the faceless soldiers shoots her. Uh, then Buscemi jolts the ship, and the faceless soldier gets a spirit ripped out as one of the pa- phantoms passes through the ship. That was pretty cool. Rather, yeah. rather convenient there that it just even by a micrometer, didn't, uh, you know, like, catch anybody else in there but the one guy that needed to die in that ship. Well, I kind of thought that Neil was, like, working some sort of good steering magic for that maneuver, but also it makes no sense because it's a giant monster, so I don't know how it worked Uh, out. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Oh, you know, (laughs) this is obviously the logical one on this podcast (laughs) for this episode. (laughs) 
making a lot more sense yeah, of this thing than either either one of us. She's are. putting it all together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the impression I got, but also it was a giant monster that sucks out your soul. <laughs> Makes sense. Even, like do it on purpose. Either. You just like you just have to touch it, and it just. I don't even think the monsters soul. care that you're there. To be honest, like I, well, I some know of them like, like later they do, but like do they? <laughs> some some do straight murder people. Yeah, for the for the thrill of it, at least. Oh, I don't know if they get anything too. out of it. Well, the big dragon one did, didn't it? Like, he literally eat his soul with it, like, munching on it. Um, I think maybe, you know what? I, I think he was just hungry. I think that's all. <laughs> He's just looking at his lips at the wrong time. Also, like, they can't see this. They can't see this happening without those goggles on, right? Like, they can't see the ghost. And not like, insinuated at one point. Well, yeah, but that's what those flares are. Yeah, it the makes flares, the ghost like, visible. have ghost particles. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> oh god all right anyway aki's losing the fight to the phantoms or to the phantom she has uh or the spirits if you will within her yeah anyway uh <laughs> oh, god. Yep. so sid suggests gray goes into her mind to help her fight or something like that i don't know anyway aki explains uh where they are to gray and then we cut back to the general or General Hine and his men searching Aki's lab. Hine sees Aki's been recording her dreams and thinks that's the evidence that he needs to prove she's been compromised by the Phantoms. Here's the thing, though. She's living in a post-apocalyptic world where everyone that you know and love has been murdered or is in danger of being murdered by these Phantoms that all they have to do is touch you and you instantly die. Yeah. What do you, you kind of have, like, nightmares about them on a fairly regular basis? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're surrounded by, surrounded by space ghosts from coast to coast, I mean, I would be ter- terrified all the time. Oh, okay, days. well, you know, John, it's been fun having you on this podcast, but I think I have to let you go after that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh, sweet God almighty. Anyway, <laughs> you know what? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I, I gave you a free pass because of the Celebes thing on the last episode. So. Yeah, that, that, was, okay. that was hilarious. That was really fucking good. <laughs> That space coast, uh, coast to coast thing, not so much. But that that Celebes thing, like I said, totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> I mean, they are technically all over the planet from coast to coast, so he is he is technically right. <laughs> all right, well, that this has been ultimate failure. Right? We're ending at episode twenty six without even finishing our twenty six movie. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we lost a season technically. Yeah, well, twenty six episodes. We did so oh, good. Oh, uh, like anime. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, Jesus Christ. So we go back to Aki's dream. We see the nukes blow up the planet, and its spirit goes flying out into space, eventually becoming the meteor that struck Earth. And that was causing, or that, like, had the phantoms on it that ended up wiping out most of the life on Earth. Hey, Phantom Menace, if you will. <laughs> yeah. God, you give me shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that was worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, deliberately so. Anyway, uh, we get to Hein and we find out uh, he lost his wife and child when the San Francisco barrier went down. So that's his rationale for his plan of turning off their own barrier temporarily. Sacrifice some for the good of many. Cool dude. Anyway. Who, uh, gave, who gave this guy so much power is my biggest question. In all well, of them. well, he's, he's a general. general. Like, why are there no checks and balances in place in this apocalyptic <laughs> world? <laughs> yes, everyone just immediately is like, yeah, this guy's the general, so he, he's probably right. Yeah, open up that barrier, dude. Let us go send. Yeah, well, he's a general with a black trench coat, so clearly he's got his shit together. Yeah, I just... What do you... Why is this the plan? <laughs> like, what... It's a terrible plan. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. And then it, Im- it immediately backfires. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It goes not really smoothly. Scene, uh, uh, yeah. Immediately. And conveniently, this is when we find out, like, right about, like, when this happens, that they're ghosts from the other planet. They're not actually, like, invaders or physical beings or anything like that. And, uh, yeah, that's why we figure out this big phantom travels through a pipe that it should have been able to if it was alive, because, well, it isn't. And then it wipes out most of Hein's troops. The barrier blows up, and yeah, Hein realizes he's fucked up something fierce. <laughs> I don't even understand why they think that these ghosts, sorry, these phantoms, like, would have the same living parameters as humans anyway. Like, it is not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing on Earth that if it just touches you, you instantly die. So why would you think these things, like, just, you know, biologically are anything similar to us? Or right. life on Earth? It just, yeah, it... It's 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 more stuff of like we we need to just not think about too hard I suppose. Yeah. So, all right. The city is getting wiped out by the phantoms, and it's pretty disturbing to watch the spirits of the people literally trying to hold on to their physical bodies as they're ripped out and eaten by the phantoms. Like it's uh, this is probably like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Just seeing like just the terror. I guess, aspect of this thing, of just living in this world, of just how shitty it is. Because you get a sense oh, of yeah, it, like, when, when they're out in, like, you know, the wastelands or whatever. But having them in the city, just, like, having these phantoms just, like, you know, effectively just murder people, like, instantly by touching them. And just the terror and agony that these spirits are going are going through as they're getting ripped out of their uh, bodies, I guess? Yeah, it's just like... Yeah. And these people apparently can't see it happening either. They see people dying around them. Well, so no, just... in this case, they can see the phantoms because when they came through the barrier, they, like, absorb some energy so they can see them now. Mm-hmm. Is that is that stated in the movie? Yeah, they say yeah, that yeah. at some point when they're fighting the phantoms, when Aki and friends are in there. So, really, if uh. you think about it, the the prequel to this would be horrifying because you would just see literally, like, people just literally, like, dropping dead everywhere yeah. isn't there a movie like that isn't there a movie with the same premise like the a mist. horror movie wow. or the the mist the, ha- the happening the happening yeah it's the air the the yeah. air makes you just drop dead makes, makes you kill yourself or something like you commit suicide i think that one is the blind one the bird box no no the in uh oh yeah bird box is the one that's got the alien ghosts where like, you like shoot yourself Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uh, no. In the happening, it's suicide. Also, oh, and, and okay. the, the and plants. The plants suicide. hate. The plants hate us and make us commit suicide. It's literally the plot of that movie. And Bird Box is like real invisible ghosts. Aliens. Yeah. That also make <laughs> us commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kill everyone around you and then commit suicide. Basically. Yeah. That movie was. That was weird. Anyway. Eh, Move on here. Uh, let's see. They get out of the Aki ship and need to split up so they can each have their own heroic sacrifice, a la Final Fantasy IV. Uh, so Bushimi is the first one to bite it. Uh, then his not love interest, Jane. <laughs> Rest in peace. I only now learned your two guys' names. Just that to was die. A yeah. Was it? Kind of. Was it? <laughs> I mean, it's dramatic. I guess i don't know see my, my whole thing is like buscemi's character it is like making a bunch of wisecracks and everything but just n- n- the technology just wasn't there for facial emotions and it was just very much like very stoic and like uh, i just had a hard time with it because it there, just there, yeah. i thought there were some there were some moments when the, the facial re- uh, stuff looked pretty realistic oh. i think there were a few times when it when it worked also during the scene 
uh, Steve Buscemi says, nothing we can't handle when they say what, what's going on, down, going on down there. And they're like surrounded by a bunch of alien ghosts. <laughs> it's just like, I, it, and he said it, he said it in a way that seemed like he was serious. So he's an gonna idiot. be fine. We're gonna yeah. be fine. <laughs> yeah, not like they can come out of it, literally anywhere whenever they want to. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, how did put it like negotiating with them with extreme prejudice or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Could the could the aliens not come through the ground if they wanted to before? No, I think they come through the ground. Yeah, like if they wanted to invade the old, they wanted to invade new New York City. <laughs> They could have just came with the ground. There, mm-hmm. there may have been a barrier underneath. Who knows? They may. I don't have think already. there's a barrier underneath. I think I, again. I think the alien. We're giving the aliens like too much credit, and mostly they're just like nebulously floating around. And sometimes they go through the ground, and sometimes they go through your body. I think. I, I see. I think they are aggressive as soon as they see you, basically. Well, because at least the, the the human sized ones are super aggressive. I feel like the other ones are only aggressive once you're shooting at them. I don't know that one that um that like big dragon one that came up like like that uh, one definitely was eating someone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the one that ate <laughs> yes. that like the nameless yes. soldier yeah. or whatever. That one definitely was just like, oh hey, there's something. I'm gonna go after them. It's probably really angry. yeah. I'm with Jason on that one. I don't know. I, I I don't I don't think we can really apply too much logic to these things. I think they want to kill us because they're angry that their planet got blown up. Maybe that's what it is. They're probably pretty there's still angry. like thirty minutes of the movie left. By the way, uh, they, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is crazy to be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Gray shoots out a window, jumps through it in the least convincing bit of CGI physicality I've ever seen. That window just, like, it didn't even seem like he connected with it physically when he busted through it. But anyway, uh, and then Ryan slash Ving Rames goes down. Uh, Gray tells Aki to leave, knowing full well he's dead if he stays. But, of course, Aki doesn't let him stay behind. Sid helps him on board, and away they go. See, like, this part right here, like, if they had, like, gotten this movie done in like maybe like another 15 minutes after this i think it would have been really well paced but the fact that there's like another half hour of this thing it's like jeez. because I, I paused it and i looked and i was like oh my god there's still like 30 minutes of this fucking movie what the fuck I, are they gonna I, do i had a similar had a similar reaction and i knew and i knew what the next like the next scene was and like there's a scene is 30 minutes long oh mm-hmm. my god yeah yeah it's like Anyway, uh, they start, um, let me see, they're floating in space, Aki starts crying, but her mouth movements look really off in this part, just distractingly so. Anyway, uh, Gray and Aki, like, get close, and they start kissing, sure, why not after you just witnessed a whole city get overrun by phantoms and see your best friends die, why not bone down? I mean, <sighs> god damn it. Movies. <laughs> the emotional <laughs> hurdles you have to go through to get over this shit, just like, good god. Anyway. Uh, Hyde is clearing the chamber of his gun so he can kill himself, and some beeping starts, and he realizes the Zeus cannon is ready to fire. So rather than going, or going remorseful that his actions caused the deaths of possibly thousands, and then killing himself, he decides to double down on his uh, kill them all and let God sort him out ethos. Cool. Jeez. Oh, See, yeah, yeah, it really is. Anyway, Sid finds the eighth spirit. It's in the crater where the phantoms come from. And they have to go down there and try to sync up with the final spirits. So Aki and Gray head down to the crater. The Zeus cannon gets ready to fire. The cannon techs the Aki ship, and Hind gives the order to fire anyway because they're just some traitors. That I think is what he called them. So again, who he's a general. So much power. Yeah, yeah. he's a general. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Sid comments that the spirit is a perfect match, and then the Zeus cannon fires and destroys it. Then it fires again, and a really fucking big phantom comes out. 
it looks like some kind of like Lovecraftian cosmic horror thing. It's like, oh, Jesus. It's like coming out of basically the depths of hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It yeah, it like has tentacles with mouths on it and just like, oh god, this thing is not good looking. Also, anyway. Yeah. To be honest, also the laser makes Wood it stronger point, for some reason. Yeah. If I was James Wood though, I'd still keep firing and be like that thing like this the only, the only solution here is to fire my giant laser at that giant hell monster. Yeah, that, I probably would have done the same thing, honestly. You know what? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah. you know, with no other real defense, just keep shooting the fucking thing might seem like the best course of action. So, Is James Wood the hero of this movie? <laughs> I mean, he's the only one doing anything. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. Everyone else is, cl- everyone else is collecting plants. Everyone else is dead. <laughs> well, no, no, no. They're, they're, they're doing their side quest uh, JRPG checklist right now is what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. What are they saving at this point? I keep yeah, asking. I'm asking this question again. Anyway, like, what is? Everyone is dead now. The eagle at the yeah. end. That's basically it. Oh yeah, there is that one bird. Yeah. <laughs> also, the alien planet seemed like a hellhole because all of the other things are supposed to be like what animals from that planet or whatever, just other species yeah, just on that planet. Flying like dragons just that just eat you. Place to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think about it. If, if like if all your friends are like weird robot insects. And you're a what robot insect? It's like probably normal. And you're like, oh yeah, the animals are robot insects. But cool. no, but like the, the giant centipede dragon. And if, if, but if you're also like a small centipede human <laughs> thing, like it's normal. You're like, this is my friend. He's a dragon centipede. But I'm also. Well, like, you I think they? You, think, you assume they were it. friends? Well, yeah. It's assume... like probably like an elephant. <laughs> oh, yeah, we treat because we treat our elephants great on this planet. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Some I, I think do. I think well, <laughs> I think uh, I think the movie uh, compared them to the elephants and whales of that world, and yeah, we yeah, don't so we don't really yeah we don't really well we don't really treat either of them very well. So, but like only from like you know, I mean like they're not trying to kill us; we're just killing. I mean, them. they're in their society ended in nuclear war, so that literally not, they literally blew like... up their planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <That's, laughs> anyway the rover Aki and Gray are in breaks loose and they land right in the middle of what seems like every phantom ever like it's just hundreds of thousands of these things it's like oh you guys are boo food seriously holy god anyway Aki calls Hein and explains he's only pissing it off and making it stronger and that if he continues he might destroy earth in the process Hein says he assumes that since Aki is under the influence of the phantoms that it's working. So he's just going to go ahead and double down on shooting the fucking thing. And again, don't really blame the dude because, yeah, you see this cosmic horror coming out of your your planet. I would just be like, yeah, shoot the thing. Shoot the thing fucking dead. Like, yeah. just seems like the reasonable thing to do. I mean, what else are we going to use this giant space laser for? Yeah, exactly. So. It's like, we paid for this fucking thing. Why don't we just use it? So It's all it's all that's left of humanity. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, you know, where was the... Where was that... The council from early. Like, They're what? dead. Uh, they were in. <laughs> no, they, they were in Houston. They're in Houston. They went to Houston. 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 Is Houston bad. Is Houston I mean, not good because they because they specifically said we we managed to get to get out of New New York before they before oh, they got to okay and they got to Houston. They got to Houston. So I remember that because that was a really weird city to, to say they went to in my mind. <laughs> it's like, I guess I guess they can go to. There's there's a NASA facility in Houston, isn't there? Like a, a tour. Oh yeah, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. 
So that's it. That's probably for them to escape to the moon or something. I guess. Yeah, we're really thinking about this a little too much. Anyway, uh, Aki looks down the crater and sees your spirit Gaia. Again, totally Final Fantasy VII's live stream in both um, just concept and yep. visual appearance. So, yeah. yeah. It literally looks just like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Hein goes to overwrite the system so we can continue firing uh, the Zeus cannon. And then another compatible spirit shows up on the radar. The phantoms start converging on Aki and Gray, and Aki's back in the rover napping. Good timing for your narcolepsy to kick in there, Aki. She's having another dream. This time it's the alien spirit showing Aki what their world looked like before it was destroyed. Uh, Aki has a revelation about the final spirit. Aki absorbed the final spirit, and they're going to project the waves to neutralize the phantoms. This part I kind of had a hard time with, like, the dream sequence in this one. This was the one I was very confused about, because it's like, I don't... No, this part inferred to me that they were giving her a message about the final spirit. So that's um, why I was a little bit confused. You know, okay, so here's the thing. I, I was looking stuff up, and apparently the whole thing is that Aki's pregnant. What? What? Yeah. That was not clear. Yeah. So the basically, like, the reason why, if you noticed, the spirit touched her, like, sort of in her, like, stomach area. She was impregnated by a spirit? No, she was impregnated by a... Yeah, by Gray after they boned down in space. They, like, didn't even get it on, though. Uh, I mean, I, obviously, obviously they did. Obviously, Is the baby <laughs> the eagle at the end? <laughs> yes. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Sure, sure. We'll just go with that. Just to speed along the conversation, yes. Definitely yes. <laughs> okay, that's all I needed. Oh, okay, let's see. Anyway. Can rank this one now? Yeah, okay, let's go. All right. So, of course, Hein fucks everything up and keeps firing the Zeus cannon right at Gaia. Uh, he overrides it one more time, and the whole station explodes. Bye-bye, Hein. Again, why does he have so much power? Why were the people being like, no? I mean, no, even no two of them? No one even tried to stop him. Yeah, I mean, even, like, just one guy stood up, held a gun to him, and be like, look, here's the thing. You're gonna... I, I, I'm not entirely against the idea of you shooting this thing fucking dead, but I am against the idea of you blowing up the space station to do so that I'm living on. So, get fucked, buddy. Put your hands up. I mean, he literally just went there and kept doing it. No mm. one, like, no one tried to stop him. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, one guy was, one guy was, only one guy was like, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. It might blow up the station." Yeah. And, and he's then, like, "Nonsense! <laughs> keep keep at it." <laughs> <sighs> anyway, let's see. Uh, the Phantom Planet spirit starts infecting Gaia. Gray sacrifices himself, acting as a conduit between the Phantom Don't spirit and Naki to purify it. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was word for word, exactly how she read it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think you put a little too much, a uh, little too much life into oh. that. So, anyway, uh, yeah, adorable uh, piece of the spirit or something come out of the ground, and one touches Sid, and he comments on it being warm. And then after that, Aki is coming back to the surface of Gray's body. I was kind of expecting Gray to come back to life somehow, but yeah, me too, because of the way we were emphasizing that scene so much. Yeah, nope, like eagle, way too long, lingering <laughs> on it, and then her like mouthing something, but we never actually get a word out of her. But then, yeah, eagle comes flying overhead. So America, <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> Probably at that time they were like, "Let's not have her do any more lines. Let's just end it here." <laughs> yeah, because all the people but- left on this planet are Sid, Aki, and his eagle. Yeah, all the people in Houston. I guess Houston, also Houston. (laughs) Houston, Houston, Houston. Yeah, good old Houston. Jeez. 
as far as the way I feel like this thing overall, like the CG definitely hasn't aged well. And I mean, there's a lot of uncanny valley things going on and it looks like like when people go to touch something, it, they just, the contact isn't there, you know, but I don't know. I I don't, this whole movie and I'm not trying to make a pun when I say this, literally the movie is incredibly soulless and again, not trying to make a pun. Uh, there's like nothing. About, it just feels like the most like cookie cutter. Everything. The music is barely noticeable. Yeah. Like, I, and it's um, the characters are bland. The plot is confusing. Um, every, it looks. I mean, again, it looks nice in context, but it's kind of all it is. They kind of like a bunch of mannequins running around, saying things to each other occasionally. And then there's ghosts. <laughs> so, yeah, the alien ghosts are kind of interesting. Idea, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another, like, issue I have with this is, like, I think this is, like, one of the first times, like, an animated movie really used, like, a star-studded, quote-unquote, cast. Um, I guess I see the reasoning behind that. Because, you know, they wanted people to go to the box office and really expand out uh, the Final Fantasy name and then draw more people into the games. But obviously that didn't work, but it really helped kick off that trend of doing that. And it kind of, there's so many like good seasoned voice actors that doing this just, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I thought it was okay. Based on the other movies we've seen. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you on that. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not the worst thing we've watched, no. and I feel like it's going to end up somewhere in the middle of this list, in my opinion. But yeah, I uh, okay, well, it's, let's 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 start. Um, which seems to be our normal um, sort of go-to of thing. Yeah, art of fighting, better or worse than art of fighting. <laughs> um, worse than art of fighting. Worse. Okay. Was, it was much longer than the art of fighting. That's better very than true. Battle Arena Tushin, though. Because remember, remember the detective in Art of Fighting? Some of that movie came back to me for a split second. Oh, he Wasn't was really remember? funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Remember the detective? All right. Yeah. See, guys, that movie is great. <laughs> that's a that's yeah. A, that, that's a stretch, but okay. And the helicopter that crashes into the pool at the end. What a good movie. Yeah, that's that that pool scene's real good. Um, yeah, they all dive like, diving looking like, for the diamond. I had fun with Toshinden. I remember enjoying. I remember having a good, decent time with that movie. I, I didn't really remember a lot about that except their big hair. Yeah, that. Yeah, um, Melissa pointed out that the uh, the hair in the helmet, basically. Yeah, I, I think I remember Melissa's comments on Battle Arena Toshinden more than the actual movie itself. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of there with you on that one. I I remember laughing a lot at that movie, and so I would I would put it below Battle Arena Toshinden personally. But above Ninja Gaiden, I didn't care for Ninja Gaiden very much. Yeah, I really didn't like Ninja Gaiden. Um, Grant, granted, just shoot, that the, just shoot that guy through the wall. Uh, oh, okay, that is true. Yeah, there was that very like brotastic, like um, like progressive yeah, yeah. speech there. I still, I think this is better than how is how is Tekken below Ninja Gaiden? I feel like Tekken should be ahead of Ninja Tekken Gaiden. Tekken was first. real bad. Yeah, it was real bad. <laughs> it, I, I think really the only good thing about Tekken was like when he like ripped the dinosaurs in half like a fucking zipper. Oh, that sounds pretty good when you yeah. say it out loud. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, <laughs> Okay, so um, all right, so it's Vanessa, gonna be, it's are, gonna be around the spot. Are we are we looking like are you thinking better than Battle Arena Toshinden or worse than? I think worse than. Worse than? Because John likes Battle Arena Toshinden and I don't remember it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like my art of fighting. <laughs> okay. With a cat. What do you think, Jason? Uh, honestly, like I'd kind of rather watch this than Battle Arena Toshinden again. 
I mean, I've seen this four times, and I still would rather see Battle <laughs> Arena Toshinden, or I would still rather watch this in I Battle would, Arena. I would watch Toshinden before I watch this again, and I've, I might be because I've seen it four times, <laughs> like an hour, maybe. I would watch Toshinden before this too, then. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. All right, Sometimes then let's go ahead and come down to legs. <laughs> like how long these right. things are, basically. Yep. Almost right in the middle of this movie, by the way. Like, <laughs> right now, if we if it stays where it's at. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's, let's call it. That's our new number twelve. Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within, right in between Battle Arena Toshinden and Ninja Gaiden. Good. Bam. Oofa doofa, guys. Just man, we have. We have seen some movies. So, anyway, uh, that will wrap up Multimedia Failure for this week. Uh, next episode, we are, well, technically, we were supposed to be doing Sakura Wars, the movie. But, actually, what we're going to do, in a little bit of fortuitous timing, uh, we're going to put out the podcast a week early. And October 30th will be the next episode, and that will be Resident Evil. So, I don't think we get a time that much better. Looking forward to this one. I'm so excited about Resident Evil. <laughs> Me too. Uh, following that, actually, uh, in another bit of fortuitous timing, we're going to skip over Sakura Wars again because the next episode will come out on the 12th, I believe, of November, and that is three days before Pokemon Heroes comes out. So to cash in on that, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and do that. And then then maybe we'll circle back around to uh, Sakura Wars. Maybe. Hooray. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we probably should circle back around to it. Otherwise, we're going to do two Pokemon movies back to back. Is there a Pokemon movie right after that one? Yeah, yeah, Jirachi. Good lord. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, the schedule for the next few episodes is Resident Evil, Pokemon Heroes, Sakura Wars, and then Pokemon Jirachi Wishmaker. So, yeah. A lot of Pokemon. Okay, and then, oh, don't worry, we'll we'll, uh, mix it up with Tomb Raider after that. (laughs) Lara Croft Tomb Raider 2. God Uh, damn it. Maybe it'll be better than the other one. God, I... I can't. Oh, well, Lord, I hope so. I, me too. I hated that a lot more than you guys did. Ugh. You did. You did. If, if I get halfway through that and I hate it as much, one of you guys is going to have to take over the walkthrough because I will just check the fuck out. <laughs> I hate it's not it. not worth it. I can do Whatever it. it is, it won't be worse than sin. I volunteer <laughs> uh, You know what? That is that is recorded. And uh, thanks, Vanessa. You just bit, you just you just took that bullet for me. I appreciate that. I can't, I can't, I can't take it back. I usually take pretty good notes anyway. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. Well, that'll wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure. So, um, hopefully, you guys checked out the late or the previous episode we did because we released the bonus segment that we normally use to patrons only as a little bonus thing for everyone. This way, you can get a taste of it, see what it's like, and uh, hopefully, that'll entice you to go over to our Patreon page, which is Patreon.com/slash/GamesAndJunk, where for five dollars a month, you will get. Oh, jeez, the bonus segment, uh, catch-all feed, better quality audio, uh, early access to the episodes when I actually managed to get out of. Get at them and get them edited and up early. Um, bonus episode of Rock Out with Your Card Out every week or every other week when that podcast is off. And I mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. that's everything, right? Nudes, also. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, not true. That's not yeah. gonna <laughs> Well, you did say nudes of what? Just send naked pictures of monkeys. Then yeah. <laughs> just monkeys? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, what I enjoy doing is screwing with somebody and say, hey, you want a dick pic? And then I start sending, like, Richard Dixon. <laughs> Just stuff like that. It's like, ah, here you except, go. Except nobody's ever like, yeah, Jason. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a, would you like one? Because you're getting one. Here's one. Oh, uh, we got to stop now. We got to cut it. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, uh, this is. 
reaching bonus segment territory. We gotta cut this. Yep, yep. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So also five dollars a month will also get you a shout out on the show. So I want to shout out to Gustav and Alex Messenger and you two uh, for supporting us on Patreon. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, usual stuff. You can follow us on Twitter at MultimediaFail. You can follow me at Jason Ariola. You can follow Vanessa at Vicarious Rock. And you can follow John at John Lucero777. And, oh boy, am I missing anything else, guys? I think we got everything. Oh, hold on. Yeah, like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. All that jazz. We are on pretty much every podcast platform you can imagine. So please, 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 please rate us over there. It'll help out with the visibility. Uh, if you got a friend who you want to to some torture put him on this podcast too we'd appreciate it um, they're going to love it yeah um they're going to love it they're going, they're going to. to love it they're going to love it otherwise we will start tracking them down we are we're spread out throughout the country so we can probably track you down and hunt you down if you don't like it so you know unless you don't like fatal fury which or well, yeah <laughs> yeah we'll be on your side for that one anyway uh that will wrap up this episode so until next week yeah next week trust the fungus jason watch me on Suckers!